0: Welcome back. We're going to pick up our conversation where we left off. Let's get right to it. So let's move on to the next question. So if you could have dinner with any auto, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Mm. Me. Mm. Let me answer. First (laughs) of all, I want to meet I don't have one author, but there are this group of guys. I w- I don't want to meet them one by one. I want to sit mm. them together, and then I'm mm. going to meet middle. So, Bill Myers, Travis Trasher, Tim, La- Tim Lahaye, Frank Peretti, mm. and Ted Decker. I need them to sit together and tell me how their mind works to talk to them i don't want to talk to them individually you know i just want to have a night out with them all of them mm-hmm. and then they're talking true. because there is a way people talk when they are individuals but there's a mm-hmm. way people talk when they're in a company because someone says something that spurs another thought i really just want to see this guy sit and then i, I will mm-hmm. just sit down on the ground cross my leg like one child like, I get after So me. when you am <laughs> writing like I need to suffer. I just want to sit with these guys for safely asked. That's all. They would have made my life. And another person I want to sit with is um Fransai Rivers. Like, babe, how do you do it? Especially Masterpiece. Thank staffers. you. Thank like, you. How do you take, how do you, how Thank do you do you. this? Like, like what, like, what is your mind? Like, like, how do you do it? Then there's this other author that I really, really want to meet, but maybe Ignis Clark. But yeah, but, yes, that's it. That is one day She's trying to tell me that it's one. As and, like, I should stick to one, but I can't stick <laughs> to one. There are many. I <laughs> ask them questions.
1: Okay, j- j- just like, you know, why why I got so um excited when Use was speaking was that yeah. I, I've had that thought in my mind on my own before, like, guy. When uh, just imagine you having Robin Shamar. Hmm? Oh. Then um Shama. then you have Coelho too on the same bench, you have Francine Rivas on the same table, then you have um this Kali Gibran on the same table. Oh. And you know, and just sit down. Timmy's <laughs> opening her mouth. <laughs> like for real, it's a
0: like this group so
1: of people i reach like you get I'm like just, you, you get and you, you 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 then maybe if i want to just i said let me let me just merge everything up then i'll look at this 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 wonderful person of rejoiner i just sit him down to just balance everything yeah. like
0: dude, yeah
1: dude what what like where is it coming from like calm down like come on see you you don't you just take us you just take us on a journey like and it just brings us back and make us realize that come you are reading a book. But funny enough, you're not just reading a book, you're try, you, you're actually journeying with the book. Like the book has become a part of you. You're just wondering, like, okay, you are lost. Sorry, we're just that's me. Like, if I can have those four people, those five persons on the table for one dinner, but well, like, I'm blessed. Like I think my year is made. I'll just go, I'll, I'll not, that shirt I wore, that day, I won't pull it. I'll hang it, I'll put in the nylon, the... <laughs> no, but that's for Gaksha, but that's how, that's how much I really want to see those guys. Francine Rivers, especially our works on Bridge to Heaven. Man, it's, I read it over and over again, and I wonder how you came around with such words, such imaginations. It's something, it's phenomenon, that's the word. That's mine. So let me rest.
2: I think you already know what I'm going to talk about. always so going to be Napoleon. I think I don't even want to have a dinner with him. I want to go inside his head. I spent <laughs> like maybe six months. <laughs> I spent like six months. Napoleon is just a person that... I think he has influenced people across India. It's the kind of influence that you would, without even someone telling you you would know if he Mm -hmm. he has an influence on someone or not. Because most of the 24th century writers of the 90s, Napoleon Hill is one of the major influence they have. You can literally hear the way someone speaks and say this guy has read Napoleon Hill, but this guy in some way has in contact with Napoli. I think that's the kind of person he is. And for the fact that he is quite humble enough to acknowledge some people as being special and doing more than he But When the real sense of it, I think, okay, he, he interviewed a number of popular faces in, uh, in the 19th century, like Rockefeller, Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, and, and he, Number of them, mm-hmm. and he considers these people to be extraordinary. But I think looking at it from my own angle, he is actually the extraordinary one. He is—he has an ability to bring out reason from even the mundane. And I think Napoleon is one of the best that has ever lived. There. I would like to live in his head for like six months. And one person also is um, Bishop Tijet. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, the person yeah. is is a spiritual person at the same time. Is a person that is, he has a wide, um, wide reach. It's not just. It's a person. Is a writer that is not limited to any kind of of, of thing. If, you, if he's spontaneous, like if he's giving a topic of all he has. He always has something to say. That's, mm. I think that is is excellent. And if I read this book i hear him preach, t- even if he's not talking about anything christian like or anything mm-hmm. i hear him preach. T- i don't like the kind of uh authors i like i think napoleo Tdj and maybe Brian tracy Definitely.
0: oh it's that
2: frog yeah yeah that one yeah. is one of the most boring book i've read
0: really when i ask anybody have you read it's that frog and they say no i just you don't have taste don't worry <laughs>
2: Boring. Peter Frog is very boring. Funny thing boring. about boring books are, is that it is boring books are the most um equipped book. To, to, um, yeah, true. When a book is really boring, I enjoy boring books. When a book is really boring, I, I feel like there's something in here because the human brain is not programmed to like something that it can't comprehend. Exactly.
0: Really. So, so it just makes you tired.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Once there's something boring, I just, I just want to stay. I just want to stay true to that book and get mm-hmm. as much as possible as I can get
0: true but sometimes books are boring because the writers do not have good storytelling skills whatever book they are writing even modern chin doesn't have to be a normal book so some books are boring i'm not saying all authors but some books yeah. are boring because the writer's writing skill was not really a storytelling way so uh-huh. you need to really like, have mind like you gather to gather i think that
2: that's what that's what makes robin sharma uh, and, and a very white liked person
0: um, just um, two authors I would actually like to name is Smith-Bubu Swart and Teteca, Both so, of them, mm-hmm. I love how they write, I can't say one of that, yeah, of Teteca and smith Blue Swart, yeah. Wow, wow. Have you ever met an author whose work you admire? And if so, what was the experience like? Mm, well, no. well, well. I've not i have always meet photos. So kind of... Yes, yes. Um, there's this man, Wally Okedino, okay, you know, he wrote tenant of the house. I've not met him physically, but I spoke with him. And um, I was really inspired. At that time I was in SS2 or three. And when I spoke with him on the phone, he was like, oh, he hopes to see the book I would also write one day. And I'm like, oh, no, that was not in the schedule
2: to read as
0: many books as I want. And now that I'm an adult, I really want to write, I'm just like, okay, where are you? I need all the motivation I can have, you know. So that's when I have related and also have related to the personal basis. then of course put to the Yeah as expected okay, I to Yes. Totally so, okay. And I know I have okay then there's Femi Fragile. Femi Fragile is an amazing author. Like he's my friend. You know, but I met him online before I before became friends. And it's an amazing author. His books always leave you with many questions than you had before you started, you know. Like there's just always something mystical about his books. He writes beautifully well. It's beautifully as well. Then, woo, which other writer? Um, beautiful Nugia. At the time I met him, I didn't even know he had written a book. And when I read this book, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is a creative piece. And this, um, no, this is a bit, and never As a book. Yeah, he has books, not a book. A friend got his book for me, actually. Uh, Blue Citadel's, that's the one I read. Yeah, he has some others. So, yeah. I can send you the link for portraits. Uh, I should have that because I follow him across all platforms. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a for that author. There's still more. I'll meet I've met Simi, I've met Ose, I've met Nelson, I've met Steven, I mean, I've met authors Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you could only read one genre of books for the rest of your life, what would it be and why?
1: Hmm, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. (laughs) I'll pass. I'll pass on that.
0: Poetry, definitely poetry. Okay, so for me, poetry is like that friend that gives me the words that I've not been able to find, or that helps me to speak when I can't speak. So poetry is that friend that sticks. Around so oh, I know a friend. friend around. Yeah, yeah there yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah, my darling. yeah. I think for in me it's going, going to be thrillers, right? Because I think that one thing about thrillers is that sometimes they get to and um, they have a way of integrating other genres in them, like you can find a thriller that has romance. You can have a thriller yeah. that is historical. You can have a thriller that is crime, sci-fi, or something. So for me, oh, okay. I I would I, my best like my number one genre of books is always thrillers. Something that gives me an adrenaline rush. Something that is suspense filled. Mm. I don't want to drop the book till I'm done. Of course, since mm. thrillers.
2: Mm. Okay. I think
1: mine would be self-help because I think that is just my favorite category. For me, why I said it's going to be a hard one, and I was think I said at first that I'll pass on it, is because one, I don't know if it happens to people, but for me, books are like seasonal for me, and except I get that particular genre of book that gives me that season, a time. I'm okay, but you see, sticking to even like uh, sticking to three it can it can be boring at times. Like you you get to understand okay, you're doing this, you're doing that. Poems too, like I'm just saying from my own perspective. Yeah. Poems yeah. sometimes you get so so excited, and you're like wow, man, man, you, don't, you you're sleeping and you want to have that words on your head. So even when you wake up, you want to remember it, you go back to your diary, maybe one place you wrote it down. But sometimes you can get bored and you're like, mm, you need something. I'm that kind of person. I need a little spice here and there daily to just get me going. Else, it's not, I'll not just read. <laughs> so that's just mine.
0: What's the last book you read that made you cry?
1: guy, ask guy, ask know they cry at all, at all, at all, at all.
0: Even now, thinking back, okay, so I'm not someone that can just start crying by words, you know. So mm. I'm a very, I'm a very um impressionable person. So what will make me cry is that I'm seeing someone cry. You get? So that'll be like probably a movie. So everybody's crying, the emotions are spilling. And so, and but you, the you bug. You bug, you the bug you then the bug bites the yes, and the bug gets to bites me, and then um, I catch the whole tears in the mm-hmm. air. But for yeah. a book, it's a mental engagement, do you understand? So, you are in control of, I don't know, how I'm going to put it there's a way to sift the whole roller coaster of emotions. So, yeah. I don't know if thinking, now that I'm talking, I think the author that can make me cry is Daniel Steele. And Daniel Steele's specialty in this life is to make you <clears> cry. <throat> and I think that was why I stopped reading her book in secondary school. Yes. She wrote this book Zoya. That book, you will cry. I think, you yeah, <clears there, throat> <throat> I just remembered Zoya, I cried, Jesses 3.
1: Wow. Hmm. Hmm.
2: I don't think, I, I'm not sure any book has made me cry, but I think, maybe the question for me should be, the should be, what book made you emotional? Think about your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then that should be uh, the enemy called, An Enemy Called Average. Called Average, oh wow. I think that, that should be that book for me. Because at that point, I was like, at the point I stopped, there's one thing about me is when I when I stop reading, it feels like I'm dying slowly. my mm. so like I've not read. For, I've not read for for maybe two months straight because I was busy occupying yeah, work. and I'm not. Uh, and so uh, I, I read it. that book. I was like I was chasing everything, but at the same time, losing. Worried, makes me really happy, and I was, that book. Brought me, brought me back to my senses. So. Mm just like it still was
0: coding
1: all my father was coding me. <laughs> well for me I think one of the books that did that I, I I'm more of a I think I'm more of a feeler you get I'm more of a feeler so like that's why most books are personal to me I don't just you don't just see me read books. I think Francis River's Bridge to Heaven brought me to that point where I felt like, oh, no, now you shouldn't have just gone through all this for nothing. Come on, I'm a guy for crying out loud, I put myself in a shoe whereby, just imagine if you're a guy and this kind of shit was happening to you. Ah, no, I'm not sure you even have anything to do, you get. And then um, then uh, I think the other one that brought me to that point was also um, um, Paul Coelho's book, The Alchemist. You know, I don't know. That book It's something that got me, like, at the point that I just sit down and I'm like, what are you doing, man? <sighs> you know, like, it, it always brings me to that realization, like, come on, just wake up, wake up, wake up. And it brings me to that point where I just get so emotional. But the one that got me close was Francine Rivers. That got me close. For me, I think a
0: lot any <laughs> out, I try baby. exactly. So, anyone that is good at me, 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 you received a book as a gift who we'll gave it to you and then give them a shout out yes mm. yeah, three weeks ago or four weeks ago i received a book from timmy it was a collection
1: was- Ooh. Oh. Ooh. let me give you a shortcut in a way is that i know you know i said at first that i don't like i i, I never love reading so yeah. i still have I still have this, when you see me one-on-one, you look me like someone who does not read. So you, you no want to buy me a book.
2: Um, I think, Power oh, of that was my dad. By Your dad? My Moro, yeah. Power of Freya. I don't even if, if I should shout him out, because then was a punishment too. Because the other time that I came back from,
0: <laughs>
2: I was in <laughs> My dad has a library, like he has a library, so he has everybody in my family. My grandpa's first child too. They're like four. Oh. All of them, are, all they all have a library in their house. So it's just like you know, nothing. But they don't force people to read. It. Only like that. I just came from school standard level. Dad just brought like five books, like <laughs> five books from his library. Just dropped Boy, right was Because I was pressing, because I was pressing for, and he said, was the three weeks break so I think that she reviewed the book by the, the house.
0: Did you show him your results by any chance? <laughs>
2: no. I like, Give him a shout. Uh, shout out to my dad. Thank mm-hmm. you for always being who you are. You know, price range.
0: Have you ever read a book that changed your life? If so, what was it? What was the title of the book? Hmm. That's hard. I've had a lot of life-transformables. Okay, the 49th mistake. Thank you. Yeah. What about it? Why? It's the storyline. So, in the storyline, the lady has a dual life. And for her not to die in the spirit life, in the physical life, she has to find 13 gems. But well, funny is that you will think that these gems are precious stones, but they are actually a realization oh, of what you are. So, like, self, you no know, self-esteem and the rest, right? So, like, I just found myself in the girl's room. Like, for example, you've been abused or treated in a, in a way. And then so towards the end of such a process, you realize, okay, these people are abusing me the way they do because they see me as a very passive person like someone who is who can be pounced on and then just that realization that I have power over these people then that scenario that's whatever thing they are going through stops right so yeah. um, whereas in this spiritual life you are supposed to find certain gems in your physical life that would help you so it's a kind of confusing book if you've not read the book. it's really interesting book I just realized that as she kept finding these gems, I just saw myself in those things she was finding. Yeah. That's
1: all. I'll pick I'll pick um EW Kenyon of New Creation Reality. I've read it twice and I'm going towards the third read now. And um <laughs> and so like it's just a balance in everything. Like <laughs> It it's really through both the physical and you know, whenever I'm reading a self-help book, I have a foundational through truth through- of the being scenario new critical reality. It's just like a light bulb. Just like a light bulb for me. And you know, like really through that book to an understanding of matter how my work is, matter how much I work. No matter how much i do not work there's there's just something there already so even when i'm reading a self-help book i i have the mindset of a new creation reality that helps me not to go to the extreme and not to make myself feel that um nah you know you just have to work 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 hustle and hustle and hustle and then when i'm reading poetry i'm, I'm looking at um, ew kenyon's book of god's wisdom because you know how 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 beautiful it is, you know, to just place every face, every sphere in its own place. I'm reading a novel, I'm just seeing God's diversity, like that diverse part of God in everything, and I'm seeing it to myself too, knowing fully well that this is who I am and this is what I do. So that's it.
2: No other book than Napoleon Hill, Law of Success. I think that was just. Um to a point at that time I needed to, to change my because I, I was of course before then I had died reading and all, but I was not reading to so really change my life. I was just reading to gain knowledge and know a lot of things. Well Napoleon Evil he helped me to put things into perspective and it was like a balance between the things I should do and how I should go about it But then I was like nonchalant about things. I, I was of course I knew how to do a lot of things, a lot of things. I wasn't chasing excellence in anything. I was just doing things like know how to do. It. Everybody knows you know how to do it, but nobody knows anything. self in anything. So a lot of success helped me in, in changing that. And it's explain that it's, it's not about uh, the numbers of things you can do, it's about how well you can do them and how, how excellent you are in doing them. And also uh, telling me, or teaching me rather, that my character as a person is more important than my talent or abilities. Because without the instances of of several people, Henry Ford, Thomas Edison and and every other and he showed he pointed out one of their major attributes that made made them a up in their own time. Because that era, trust me, they had many great minds, but all of them were lacking in in some places which outshot their 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 greatness. So those people were able to earn their ability and and define their character to achieve whatever they they achieve or attain at that particular time. So that was a pivotal point for me, and from there, I think it has been going up and not. Um,
0: okay, I wasn't so much of a self-help book reader. I don't know. I get tired of reading motivation. Like I rather read spiritual book or read the Bible than read. So yeah, for me, no been spiritual, but I think the Bible has been my self-help book, to be honest. Because for a self-help book, I don't know, though now I'm getting better I because, because I think like atomic habits by this yeah. And it helps to an extent with dealing with habits and the likes. But I'm not an I'm not a heavy self-help reader, so look, I'll pick the Bible. Everything you need. is in the Bible. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. Thank you for joining again. <laughs> we have come to the end. Thank you for joining us. Happy, Happy World, World Day! World. This is still the book you should name this podcast, where we serve you all the book trends that your mind needs. See you on Wednesday at 6.30 a.m. Until then, stay awesome. You're truly aimless.